Hey everybody, this is David Fournier from Raise Your Standards and Love Your Life. Today I want to talk about the presence of negativity versus personal negativity. The presence of negativity versus personal negativity. I mean, how do we stay above the negative pressure uh, of this world? I mean, I don't think you have to be around very much to see that it's a lot of nonsense right now. Um, people are just upset about everything. They And sometimes these things are serious matters. I get it. We need to have the conversations. But I'm talking, they're just upset. And, and I want you to know that most of the time, okay, let's be honest here, all the time, that I'm doing these podcasts i'm talking to myself it's something i'm struggling with and i know that if i verbalize it and if i talk about it enough and i hear myself say it out loud i think sometimes i can make sense of it but one thing to remember is that problems are always going to be available you know we talk about you know we had a shortage of toilet paper we had a shortage of this we had a shortage of that we had all these shortages that were occurring you know out there in the world during covid and this year with different things that aren't around as much as we'd like them to be around uh but in the end, problems are always going to be available. You'll never have to worry about that. And we have no ability, none, to control the presence of negativity in people or events that shape around our lives. Let me say that again. We don't have any ability to control the presence of negativity in people or the events around us. We don't. People are going to land where they're going to land. They're going to say what they're going to say. They're going to act the way they're going to act. And there's nothing I can really do about that. We do have ourselves, though. And in ourselves and how we react to it. Remember, if you can't change your reality, you have to change your perspective. You have to change your perspective. You've got to find a way to say, well, this is actually how this is going to be. So how am I going to relate to it? How am I going to work through this? Because remember, if you're in your head, you're dead. Let me explain what I mean. I say that quite often. It's a very true statement. It's been around for a long time. If I meet somebody who says, yeah, I was going to do this, but I knew I was going to fail at it, they are absolutely right. They were going to fail at it. So they just figured they'd save themselves the time and the energy of not failing by failing to not fail. And, and that's how they play it out. If you, in your mind you say, well, there's no way that can get accomplished, or those numbers don't add up, I don't see why... Any, if you're in your head, you're dead. Once you've committed to the fact that something cannot change or something cannot happen, you are absolutely right. But yet I've seen people who have committed to the idea that, like, you know what, I can push through this. I can find a way. Here's what I want to accomplish. And they set a reasonable goal or an achievable goal. Or they say, this is how I want to, and they go do it. How come? Because if you're in your head, you're dead. The minute you say, this isn't going to happen, remember that you're right. But I want to give you just a four, three or four principles on working through this negativity and how we can control what's ours to control, how we can take place of it. Because you know what? I want to be remembered. Not like I'm dying today. I might, but I don't, I'm not planning on it. I want to be remembered as just a positive guy. And believe me, from my workplace to home to disc golf course, all the things that I do that are fun for me to do, and all those things... Man, there's times I can get down about it, but I want to stay positive because I know that if I say to myself, today is going to be horrible, I will grant myself that wish. But if I leave myself available to the idea that, hey, you know what? We might be able to work through this. We might be able to figure it out. Stay out of my head. Keep a positive attitude. Keep the actions going. Hey, maybe we can win. Number one. And this one is number one because it is number one. Become aware of the power of your thoughts and your actions. 
Become aware of the power of the thoughts, of your thoughts and your actions. Not what's happening to you externally, but what you say and what you do. Because in a lot of ways, we create and shape the world around us with our words, our thoughts, and our actions. So if there's something in there that's not working or something in there that I don't like or a result that I'm getting that I'd like to see done differently, then think of it like a movie. Think of it like I'm the director of a movie and I'm, I'm looking in the scene and I'm filming a 1920s movie you know, dropped in the 1920. I see some guy off in the corner. He's playing a Nintendo. That does not belong in this movie. Cut. Hey, what are you doing in here with a Nintendo? Oh, sorry, man. Get out of the camera with that. So I've got to always be looking at my life and looking at, remember, you're the director and the star of your, of your life. And I've got to be looking in the wind uh, through that lens saying, making sure that everything's in that movie is there for a reason. A lot of times we create the words, the thoughts and actions that are bringing the negativity in our life and then we complain about it. That's what I said earlier. You cannot change your reality, but you can change your perspective. I can remove the objects that are in my movie. I can remove them out that don't belong there because they don't fit the setting. Number two, get out of your box. Get out of your box, man. Here's what I mean by that. We often feel stuck in our lives, in our relationships, in our development, in whatever you love to do. You like to, you like, you're an artist. You like to read. You like to play disc golf. You're a basketball player. We often feel stuck because we are stuck. Because we're not doing anything to improve it, to, to learn more, to get better at something. You know, modeling, by the way, I think is one of the best, best possible ways to do that. Remember, success leaves clues. When you see somebody who's just knocking it out and doing great in something you want to do great in, modeling. Go find out how they did it and see what you could do about possibly doing that yourself. But finding a way to cut off negative incoming streams is key. Let me say that again. We're stuck in a place a lot of times because we are stuck. We're telling ourselves the truth. Part of that is cutting off those negative streams. I think it was Zig Ziglar that had done like these uh, seven points or ten points that winners always do this. Uh, one of them, I, always, I remember this, was winners always interrupt negative trains of thought. Winners always interrupt negative trains of thought. Why do they do that? Because they're not helpful. We've got to find out where those negativity streams are coming in. We've got to look at the movie and say, hey, I feel like I'm stuck. Well, if you've got a constant barrage from your friends and your workplace and all these negative things are just hitting you all the time, you've got to sit down and say, hey, I've got to cut these off. Now, remember, when you can't change your reality, you have to change your perspective, which means I can't walk into my job tomorrow and go, hey, I quit. Because you guys are so negative. But I've got to find a way to change my perspective on that reality and limit and minimize the impact of these things on my life. Now, when we talk about breaking out of our comfort zone, I love this statement. Oh, you got to break out of your comfort zone. You got to break out of your comfort zone. Well, first of all, in order to break out of your comfort zone, you have to have one. You have to have one. Because having a comfort zone in and of itself is not a bad thing. Staying mentally healthy and mentally fit is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing for you. It's not a bad thing for your loved ones. It's not a bad thing for the people around you that you care about. None of these are bad things. Having that comfort zone. Most people that I meet that are extremely negative, they're always down, that are unhappy with how things are going all the time, these kinds of people don't have a comfort zone. So they're not going to get out of something they can't get into. 
You've got to find out what it is that makes you happy. What is it that you do that you do well that has fulfillment? Remember, we're here in this life to do two things, two things only. We're here to create memories and create opportunities. Create a life for ourselves to look back and remember and help other people create a life for themselves that they can look back on and remember with joy. But part of pushing out negativity is creating a place in your life, your soul, for the positive. This was talked about by Jesus, by the way, in the New Testament when he talked about you know cleaning out your room and sweeping it out and, and getting everything out of that room that you want, but then you've got to go back in that room and you've got to fill that room. You just don't leave it empty. Empty is not a comfort zone. Empty is just empty. So part of pushing out that negative negativity is kind of creating the space and something needs to go in that space. Something needs to go there. Where it used to be this negative stream of consciousness that was coming into your life and all this negativity and you finally shut it off. You look through the lens of the camera and you say, this does not belong in my movie. Cut. That scene is out. Blank. Well, now there's a blank place. Think of it like a brand new, uh, what do you call it, canvas that you could paint on. Think of it as a room that you can design. Think of it as, as a car that you could build. Whatever your expression may be. But it's the opportunity for you to fill that with something. Fill it with something very positive. Number three, we cannot always stop negativity. We cannot always stop negativity, but that doesn't mean we're helpless. Let me say that again. We cannot always stop negativity, but that doesn't mean that we're helpless. I think what happens a lot of times is we see somebody who's just just completely negative. A situation is completely negative. A, a condition is completely negative. We just say, well, that's never going to change. And you might be right. But that also doesn't render your reaction to it or my reaction to it as helpless. There are things that we could do. So I want to talk about three things that we all can do. We can't always stop it, but we can't, where it doesn't make us helpless. First and foremost, And I'm telling you that this is the most workable tool in your toolbox. This one right here. Be kind and be resourceful. Be kind and be resourceful. Always be looking for ways to increase the joy and and increase happiness. Be kind to others and be resourceful. Man, it doesn't have to be a spectacular, huge ordeal. Like every time somebody, I hear people talk, you know, God bless them. Uh, we took a family vacation and we set aside all this money and we flew to, uh, we won't do any commercials here. We flew to blank and we went to this resort and we were there and all these things were happening. It was such a great time. And, all that. and then when they come back from it, they're bummed out because it didn't do anything for them. It gave them momentary joy or momentary happiness and everything in people's lives become this event. I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait for Tuesday night. I can't wait for this date. I can't wait for this to happen. All these future things that are going to bring them joy and happiness when something as simple as, hey, let's go get a soda together. Hey, let's go do some window shopping. Half of you are like, what is he talking about? Who buys windows? I'm not talking about the windows on your computer. There are so many things that we could do every day, but we lack being resourceful. We just think we'll sit around and all these answers will come to us. Typically, that's not how it happens, or at least in my life, most of the time when I'm waiting for the answer to come to me, it's not the one that I want. So be kind and be resourceful. Number two, don't bite the hook because it hurts. 
Negative, pe- negative people have to have a place to unload. They have to have something to get rid of all this negativity. It's like a fire that burns inside them. So picture them kind of carrying around a, a big pot of flaming nonsense. It's like five pounds or two gallons, whatever makes more sense. And, and they're like, oh, I got to get rid of this because the part they've got their arms wrapped around, the part that's up against their chest is burning and it's hot. And they're just looking for somebody to dump this on because it's hurting them. And so they come to you and they, oh, this person, and yeah, he said this, and I hate this, blah, 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 all this stuff is going on, and they unload it. Now, the great news is they're going to go right back out there and find some more boiling hot lava of poo or whatever it is and fill it back up again and find somebody else. Negative people have got this fire that burns in them. Things have to be bad. They have to be down. And that explains why they're not getting anywhere in their lives, why they're not making the accomplishments, why they're not creating memories, why they're not creating opportunities. It's because the whole world is against them succeeding, and they've got to dump that on somebody else. You know, I remember the first time I heard misery enjoys company, I was really young, and I thought, that makes no sense to me at all. Boy, was I wrong. It does. Nobody wants to be alone and miserable. They just want to share it with you. So when it begins to happen, I heard a pastor a long time ago, he was talking about gossip in the church, and he said gossip's like an airplane. Got all this bad news, all this gossip is flying around, flying around, and it's looking for a landing spot, someplace it can land, dump all of its gossip, and then take back off again. He said, if all of us shut down our runways, it runs out of fuel and it just crashes somewhere and it dies. And I thought to myself, wow, that's words of wisdom. Don't bite the hook. I'm not saying be insensitive people, not listen to them, not be willing to work with somebody. Uh, to listen to what's going on, but you know what I'm talking about, negativity. And three, and the final part of it is this. Everything we do matters. Everything that we do matters. Man, because when you start thinking to yourself, no one's listening to me, no one watches me, nothing I do matters, it will give you permission to make some of the worst choices you'll make in your life. Some of the most painful decisions you'll make in your life are made from the point, but the position of what I do doesn't matter. Everything you do matters. I know you guys have all seen the, uh, it's a video called, I think it's called 211. And this video talks about at 212, I may have the numbers wrong, but at 212 degrees, water boils at 211. It won't just one degree off. One degree difference is the difference between hot water and boiling water. And you've seen all these things. Think about that if you were in the Long Beach Harbor in California and you were heading off for Japan and you were just one degree off north, you'd wind up like in Russia somewhere, the very top of it. That'd be disappointing, huh? Just it just everything we do matters. I don't always know uh, what effect some of the things I have or say to people uh, has on them. I don't know the answer to that. What I do know is that I want to keep negativity out of my life because there's so many people with it and there's so many people running around that it's so incredibly difficult to actually enjoy life with so much going on. I can't tell you if it's been like this for a long time and maybe it was just the, you know, the, the introduction of the internet and, and people are hearing things faster. I don't have all those answers for you people. I don't know the answer, but I do know this. What I do know is this, is that people are bummed out out of their minds they're negative they get in these downward spirals and they need somebody to they need to hit something hit somebody bounce off somebody to try and stop it i'm all for helping 
I'm all for doing the right thing, but we also have got to preserve our own mental strength and our own mental capacities by not allowing the presence of negativity in life is the guarantee, but not taking it on personally and carrying it around. Let's review those three real quickly. Number one, we said, was be kind and be resourceful. Look for ways to increase joy and happiness, and they can be small things. Secondly, we said don't bite the hook. It hurts. Negative people, are they have to have a place to land that plane. They have to have a place to unload. they got to get that fire out of them somehow so they can go get some more fire and be mad about something else. And lastly, we said everything we do matters. Just one degree difference in many things gives us a completely different outlook. So remember, remember, Problems will always be available. There will always be an opportunity to be bummed out. But to make somebody's day, to be kind, to be resourceful, to help people along the way, to have the right frame of mind, the right kind of attitude, and to have raising our standards so we can love our life. The standard is we do not allow ourselves to dive into the depth of the negativity around us. My name is David Fournier here from Raise Your Standards, Love Your Life, and thank you for listening to this latest podcast episode.